good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us. We're sitting here on the 30th day of June 2020. It's a Tuesday. My name, that'd be Nick. Hey, there's Big J right there, man. Hey, here I am. Look at you, dude. Woohoo. Check is in the mail. Ooh, we're quoting Big Trouble in Little China already? Well, it's the 30th. I see. I literally just told that to your best friend uh, two days ago. Did my I, wife? I, I, no, no, no. You're, you're Anthony. You're, Anthony. Anthony. Wrinkles. <laughs> Is that what you call him? Yeah. Oh, that's Why? His, been his nickname for. It's something he would say when he would get drunk. He would just say wrinkles. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I don't know where how how it originated, but he's wrinkles. So be it. Uh, I refuse to call him that. So he is Anthony to me. But uh, he. Did. You haven't earned the right. I don't want to. Uh, if you can't explain to me why, there's no reason for me to ever do it. Well, there's no reason why some of these things just happen. That's true. Uh, there is no reason why behind your back I call you funny. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, uh, see, I was supposed to be a joke. I mean, you didn't get it. <laughs> so, Hilarious. Today, uh, we get a chance But wait, to- why did you, we're talking to him, you were telling a story. Oh, no, I just, I literally sent him an email that the check is in the mail because he owns a fantastic oh. company that did a lot of work. In my current remodel right. project that I am doing, Turf and Brothers, I owed the man money, and so I uh, told him that the check was in the mail. Midline just released a new song. I saw that yesterday, right? Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Does that mean I, they're I, officially back together? They have been for a while. Well, I know, but yeah, obviously gigs have been uh, scarce as of late. But uh, I, I'm excited. Does that mean there's more to follow? Yeah, I heard they uh, wrote the song after your place it's called "Dirty Water." <laughs> it's called. It's called uh, S-Show of a Front Yard, and uh, it's a great new song, and you can check it out online now. Uh, yes, no, Anthony did fantastic work, and so did his entire company. I guess he had a, uh, he had a team of guys out there uh, redoing my lawn, which needed a lot of work. And uh, continued shifts. But I, I, I did, uh, not that you care, but I did go out to the uh, the house yesterday, and the carpet is in. Well, I care. I care. Why do you think I wouldn't care? Here, I'm going to show you pictures. I don't want you to touch my phone because I don't trust you. But I, uh, I want to show you what the uh, what the the house actually looks like when there's a brand new carpet in there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the improvements that were done. Oh man. Huh? Like human beings could live in there again. I know. It's going to make some uh, hopefully uh, family very very happy and uh, me one less of a headache. So. Uh, we have a lot of things that we need to get to today. Number one, we want to show you and teach you how you can win a uh, awesome Yeti cooler, courtesy of Coors Light. We gave away the first one yesterday, but there's plenty more to be one seven to be exact. And so we're going to give you some details on that, how you can take part in it. We also have some prizes to give away, some quarantine care packages that we're calling them. And we got some details about COVID-19 cases that happened in Idaho yesterday. Here's a spoiler. It was not good. And, of course, we have additional information and fun to be had over the course of the show, too. But it's all about the music here on The Morning After as well. Just like Scott said, this is a song called Plush. It's Stone Temple Pilots, the unplugged version here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's talk numbers of COVID-19 cases. And it was a big day yesterday and not in a good way uh, since the state and public health District released the COVID stats on Sunday. Numbers for Sunday and Monday ended up being released yesterday. So uh, for the two days, a total of uh, 450 cases. And additional 11 probable cases were added to the list. That brings the statewide total since the pandemic began to 5,255. So uh, we continue to go upward, and that's not a good sign. Um, You know, as things start to happen around here, I uh, am at least familiar with uh, upwards of five people in and around my 
friendship circle that have tested positive or some uh, are waiting for results. Do you know anybody close to person yeah. that's done it yet? No, I don't want to say personal, personal, but... You're familiar with? Yes. You're friendly with, if you will. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so, hey, listen, it's a, it's a good time to remind you to be careful. You understand? And wear the mask out in public. Uh, the masks became mandatory at this place of work as of this week and probably in a lot of other places. So, you know, be safe. Be smart. A couple of Brad Little's uh, staff members tested positive for COVID-19 yesterday. So in his inner circle, that's no good. And the Boise School District rolled out a plan yesterday for continuing online schooling. So it looks like they are, and probably a smart move, to be honest, going, okay, listen, uh, it's looking more and more like normal's not going to be happening when school resumes in the fall. So we need to figure out what our backup plan is if we need to have one. And so you probably need to prepare yourselves for that as well, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Because as the... If you're looking at a graph, we're continuing to going upward. And if we continue to go upward, more things are going to shut down. That includes schools not opening back up. So you need to be ready or at least start thinking about it, I think. And so that is something that they rolled out. You can get more information at the Boise School District website. NHL said Monday that a total of 26 players have tested positive for the coronavirus since voluntary workouts began on June 8th. Yesterday's update included four new cases. Among those tested at team facilities, in addition to the 11 announced on June 19th, the NHL said it's aware of 11 other players who've tested positive outside of the voluntary workout protocol. NHL and players are close to an agreement on resuming the season. Training camps potentially going to open up as early as July 10th, but with positive cases means more positive things. So again, it's all relative until we figure out what the hell's going on or what, where they're going to put everybody or how they're going to do it with the NHL. We kind of have an idea with the NBA, but we don't know with the NHL where things are going to go or where they're planning on putting this all together if they're going to do like a bubble like the, NA, like the NBA is. So who knows? We'll figure it all out here soon enough, I imagine. Mike Henry has stepped down from voicing Cleveland Brown on Family Guy. He said he no longer uh, felt comfortable voicing a person of color as a white actor. So now, Wendell Pierce wants to give it a shot. Of course, Wendell Pierce starred in The Wire. He is on Jack Ryan currently on Amazon Prime. He's done some comedy. He's done a lot of drama. Very versatile and very good actor. And uh, he started an online campaign to officially throw his hat in the ring for Cleveland. And so there's that. We'll see what ends up happening. Seth MacFarlane really hasn't done anything other than retweeted Mike Henry's tweet saying that he is stepping down from the role, but he hasn't really weighed in. But I also saw on Twitter yesterday that Don Cheadle has thrown his hat into the ring, too. I just can't hear, well, maybe Wendell, but I certainly can't hear Don Cheadle as, as Cleveland. Yeah, it, it, would be my, it would be my guess, or at least I thought, that maybe they would have somebody do a Cleveland impression. And take the, and try to do the voice, but it would also be very Family Guy if they, just one day he had a completely different voice, and they made some jokes about it. I suppose <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and they, so they probably would. We'll see what ends up happening, and uh, figure out what's what's going on, and we'll see. <laughs> Part of the problem is Wendell Pierce in his campaign to take over the voice of Cleveland Brown has said he wants to start a campaign to voice the role myself on the Cleveland show, but the Cleveland show has been canceled for like yeah. seven years. <laughs> and so Whoops. it's never good to apply for a gig that you don't, you're not aware isn't actually a thing. He's just a supporting character on Family Guy at this point. But 
We'll see where it goes and see what Seth MacFarlane decides to do. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday we go through some streaming channels and we try to find three movies that Big J maybe hasn't watched in his personal or professional time. We strip away the stars, the creator of, the studio that brought you crap, and we're left with just a very brief plot description. Based on that plot, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a mere 24 hours. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Once again, all three of these movies come from the streaming network Netflix, so that is what you'll be spending your time with tonight. And the one characteristic that draws all three of these together is I know without a doubt that you are a huge fan. I'm not even going to say a small fan. I'm going to say a big fan of the stars of all three of these movies. Oh, okay. The lead character in all three movies, you are a fan of that particular actor or actress, okay? Now, I Very have, presumptuous of you, but I, okay. Well, it, it, it'll be fairly obvious when you find out who they are. But uh, I am worried about one of these movies. I'm not... Uh, I'm not sure if we've done one before or if you've watched it before. So, uh, but you go with, with your gut, okay? Okay. Because it's not like I'm going to be here to chastise you tomorrow. So, movie number one: Everyone wants Nick dead. Relatable. A desperate man, Nick takes out a life insurance policy on himself, payable to his estranged daughter. But the policy doesn't take effect for 21 days, and he might not live that long. Man, movie number two. Dwayne dreams about escaping a small town life in what's known as the coldest spot in the nation with his girlfriend Cassandra. But when Dwayne witnesses an awful crime, he tries to leverage that bad situation into a scheme to get rich quickly. But then he finds that fate and an unruly accomplice are working against him. Thrust into the middle of a police investigation spearheaded by the local sheriff, everything goes from bad to worse. Oh, bad to worse. And movie number three. In the wake of a triple murder that leaves the residents of a remote town on edge, tightly wound drifter Elwood checks into a motel run by Sam a former rodeo champion whose imposing physical presence conceals a troubled soul. Bound together by their outsider status, the two men strike up an uneasy friendship, a dangerous association that will set off a new wave of violence and unleash Sam's darkest demons. Jeez, man. There's a lot to unpack on all those. You're right. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, movie number one, though. Oh, right off the bat, huh? Yep. What, what was it that spoke to you? I don't know. It was movie Killing number Nick. two. <laughs> it was movie number two that I thought that maybe you had seen before. Uh, okay, so let's start with that one then. The movie number two is called Cut Bank. That stars... Oh, Bruce Dern? No. Oh, no. Chris Hemsworth and Billy Bob Thornton. You like Chris Hemsworth, don't you? Yeah, that's uh, from about Cut Bank, Montana. That's right. Uh, it's on Netflix. Did you watch it? Have you seen no, it? No, I haven't seen it, okay. but uh, our, our, our former colleague, uh, that's where the town he grew up in. Brian. Brian Howell. Oh, cool. Uh, movie number three was called Sweet Virginia. And that stars John Bernthal, who I know you're a fan of. Oh, yeah, little Johnny. And Imogene Poots is in it as well. That was on Netflix, but you will not be watching Sweet Virginia. Instead, you'll be watching a movie called Term Life. Uh, ever heard of it? No. It stars Vince Vaughn. That's the guy that, Vince I, Vaughn. that I know you're a fan of. Uh, Jonathan Banks is in it as well, former guest of the morning after. So yeah, you will be watching a movie called Term Life. It is available on Netflix. It is streaming now. Big J will give you a review 24 hours yeah, from now. Yeah, maybe. And let you know if it's worth your time. Yes, I will not be there to check up on you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. One thing that this pandemic certainly has seemed to have affected, Big J, is our patience. Patience, man. Especially when it comes to what we're watching. Has this changed your streaming habits in any way, shape, or form? No. Are you watching TV as much as you have been? Are you watching less TV? More? I haven't noticed the dramatic change. 
How about when it comes to finding something to watch? Uh, here's where I'm talking about patience. Uh, people, apparently, when it comes to streaming stuff, are bailing out of things a lot sooner than they normally do. Yeah, but I always think I think I always have. You've always bailed out early? Is that what you're saying? Of, of, of streaming stuff, yeah. Oh, if it's not good. Like, how long does it have to keep your attention? Ten minutes. Can I tell you what I bailed out of last night? What? Eurovision. It was bleeping terrible. Oh, that I Will Ferrell that. movie. It I was awful. It. it was awful. And then it led me down a wormhole. Let me tell you this. It's been a long time since Will Ferrell's made a good movie. A long time. Like, I, I actually watched all of In that your Sherlock. Opinion. Well, okay. Did you like the Sherlock Holmes movie? I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, then before that was The House. Did you like that? Yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't have a problem with that. I saw that in the theater. I didn't think it was that great. But uh, I enjoyed um, the parts that Will Ferrell weren't, weren't in more than I enjoyed the parts that he wasn't. And I will admit that I haven't seen Daddy's Home or Daddy's Home 2 other than a little bit of parts here and there. So I can't I can't speak to that. Loved them. But I do know that the last Will Ferrell movie that I actually enjoyed all the way through was The Campaign. And that was 2012. Yeah, that's crazy. But, I mean, go through. Look. Look. I mean, unless you really want to get, you know, die on the hill that is Daddy's home, you're going to find, you're going to be hard-pressed to find movies that he starred in that were great or even fun all the way through. And uh, Eurovision, I mean, listen, man, you can give it a shot. Uh, I, I, you may like it more than I, di- I did, but I tried. I, got, I made it an hour in, and I was like, that's it. It's just too much. It just wasn't funny, and the accents were really awful and all over the place, and there wasn't a lot of compelling stuff, and the music is terrible, of course, because it's all pop music, and so I was just like, I don't, and and I don't really uh, have a connection to the actual show. I'm not familiar with Eurovision, I don't understand it, and maybe I would enjoy it more if I did, but I didn't. Anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is people are bailing out of their streaming things a lot more, and they're canceling streaming services a lot more. Basically, uh, they are churning themselves out of streaming services 41% more in 2020 than uh, it was about 30% last year with somebody canceling a streaming service. Also, brand new streaming services have launched in the last few months, which of course leads to people trying to make decisions. Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, HBO Max, you got Peacock coming up in a couple of weeks. So there's a lot more streaming services out there, which means people are going, okay, do I need this one for sure if I'm going to go here? And so a lot more people are burning through their streaming services since the pandemic began. So don't feel bad if you're adding and dropping things. You're just part of the crew. Brooklyn Nets center DeAndre Jordan and guard Spencer Dinwiddie received news yesterday that they had tested positive for the coronavirus. Jordan also tweeted he won't be playing in the NBA season restart. That will begin next month in Orlando. Dinwiddie told The Athletic he's yet to officially rule himself out of playing in the restart, but they are dealing with positive tests and more of those information to come, I'm sure, as things go forward. Lizzie Hale's lead singer of Hailstorm, Big J, she revealed in a new interview that the band's next album could be a double LP. Yeah. She says, quote, we've been writing a lot, so there'll be a lot of new music at some point. Maybe there'll be a double record because of all this. Hale also hinted that a number of projects she's been working on even before the outbreak will roll out throughout the rest of the year. She says, the funniest thing is that since this pandemic started, they're busier now than maybe they ever would have been. I kind of had inadvertently been preparing for something like this, and there will be a lot of rollout of releases and duets and projects I've been working on for the past year or so that now have the opportunity to shine. She admitted that the future's unknown for a lot of rock bands as a result of the pandemic. She says, you know, Hailstorm's usually booked way ahead and has our plans. We know what we're doing pretty much a year in advance, but this has absolutely rocked our world, even though we were one of the lucky ones. 
where we had finished most of our tour cycle for our last album, Vicious, but we really don't know when we're going to be back on the road again and what's going to happen. So they've been writing and demoing material since January, and they're going to record a follow-up to the album Vicious later on this year and then release it in 2021. So Hailstorm is staying busy, and you can expect some new music, especially featuring Lizzie Hale here very, very soon, I'm sure, multiple times over. Here's traffic. Did you do the Will Ferrell research? Are you ready to tell me the last really good movie? Uh, yeah, and it was. Well, I didn't see. Yeah, you're right. The campaign was. It was. I was weird. Daddy's Home, though, I still think is great. I don't know what your problem is. I, I just. I just haven't seen it, oh. so I can't speak to it. So, what year did that come out, though? I don't have it up here anymore. Okay, but I, that's at least five years old, right? Because they made a sequel to that since then. Yes. So we're talking a while since Will Ferrell's made a good movie. That's all I'm trying to say. You, I, I, w- I would like to have you watch it, and you can tell me when I get back from vacation if I'm wrong, but I just couldn't make it all the way through. I tried. How about we... You're in a hurry. No, I really wasn't. I wanted to enjoy it, but I had to I had to hit the eject button. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. We are headed to Gulliford, Connecticut for today's We're Going to Hell story, and a Connecticut resident there is very lucky to be alive. Why, Big J? Because they fell through the flooring of a home they were remodeling. Sounds like my fate. And into a 30-foot well that they didn't know was there Creepy. while they were helping a friend remodel. The Gulliver Police Department said Sunday's incident could have turned out very, very differently, if not for the fire department, who responded to the scene and helped retrieve the victim from the well. Like little baby Jessica, remember? Yeah. How you dumb it? Uh, and the fire department wrote on Facebook, yep. You read that correctly. The situation could have ended with a fatality, but due to the extreme professionalism and capabilities of the fire department, everybody went home safely that night. Authorities say the incident occurred while a tenant was moving into a new home and was remodeling something that was built in 1843, back before you were even in short pants, my friend. That's right. And so a friend of the new tenant fell through the floor into the abyss of a 30-foot well, splashing directly into extremely cold water that was well over the victim's head. But luckily, the well had water in it, otherwise he would have died. Oh, man. I mean, if he would have fallen into you know, a 30-foot fall... Was it a pretty deep well? It must have been. It said it was over his head. So I mean, the water was... Been, I mean, he was able to splash into the water. The police department confirmed on their Facebook page that they were called to the scene shortly after reporting of the fall of the victim. By the time they arrived and performed the successful rescue operation, the victim had been treading water for close to 25 minutes, and they thought maybe hypothermia would be an issue. But he only suffered minor injuries from the fall. Uh, A couple of scrapes and bruises from, you know, banging up against the walls of the well. And But because he fell into water that was over his head, he actually was okay. What an adventure. Right? Here's the thing, though. Let's say that's you. You survived the fall and you land in the water. Uh, Then you're like, oh, God, what's in this water? Right. I mean, yeah, you're in the middle (laughs) of a pandemic already. And you're like, "What, what crazy ancient curse did I unlock, first of all? What's in the water, number two? Is the Kraken coming for me? (laughs) Number three, where's the gold? That's clearly down here. These are all things that have to be going through your head. It's like a damn Goonies adventure. Yeah. That you just broke into in a well that you found from 1843. It's got to smell bad. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. It has to be. I mean, first of all, I mean, just the nightmare scenario falling through the floor has got to be crazy. And then I'm looking at some of the pictures of this, and it's not very well covered at all like i mean it basically was a piece of plywood that they had over this well that had been there for god knows how long and so 
I guess the answer, the, the lesson here is if you buy something from 1843, trust nothing, right? I mean, it's not like the craftsmanship. I mean, it must have been pretty good because it's still around. It's been around for a very long time, but don't count on floors holding up and things like that, I guess. Man. But the well looks, I mean, it looks deep and it looks pretty well constructed. So, but you can also see like there's a bunch of, you know, it's like an old school well. It's not like, you know, smooth. There's a bunch of rocks protruding out of it. So you probably took some hits on the way down. Probably could have climbed out. <laughs> now you're calling him out for not climbing out? Yeah, it's got stuff protruding out. Come on, man. <laughs> it doesn't look like he could have climbed out of the well. I want to be clear. But at least he's okay. So the point, as always, with all of our We're Going to Hell stories is be bleeping careful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, how you can win a pretty cool prize from us in Coors Light. That's next on the X Rock. Sublime and Caress Me Down here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X Rock. Summer is officially here. Didn't seem like it yesterday, but no. it's going to warm up this week and all the way into the weekend. We're looking at highs in the 90s for Saturday and Sunday, which means, yes, summer is coming. So... You need something to cool you down. And what keeps things cooler than cool? That would be a Yeti cooler, one of those fancy ones that you always look at and go, man, it would be nice to have one of those. Well, we have an opportunity for you to cash in and get one of the really big, really awesome Yeti coolers, courtesy of Coors Light. And all we need you to do is take a damn picture. It really is easy. We want you to chill out with your friends, grab a picture. Could be a new one, could be an old one. If you got Coors Light in the picture, that would be cool too. But it is certainly not a requirement. And then you need to go over and post a picture to Instagram and hashtag it XChills. Hashtag XChills. That will automatically put you in the running for one of these Yeti coolers. And we're giving away one a week all summer long. And we gave the first one away yesterday, right? Yeah, Frank uh, won uh, yesterday. Him and his uh, buddy were out uh, grilling a whole pig. It looked like uh, and uh, looked like they're having a good time last weekend. So yeah, the first winner, and like you said, we've got uh, we've got seven more now to go through the rest of summer. So get out there and, and have some fun, hopefully, and uh, and uh, snap some pictures, man. You can tag us in the picture if you want to at xrockboise. You don't certainly have to as long as you use the hashtag xchills. We'll be able to find you on Instagram and post it up. Have a good time. Maybe you can see some of the other uh, pictures if you click on the search for the hashtag and see what else is out there. But uh, there are some great pictures and some cool people out there hanging out listening to the X and drinking some Coors Light and that's pretty awesome and these Yeti coolers are nothing to sneeze at man they are big big units and they can carry I want to say at least a case maybe a case and a half and so they are heavy duty they are good to go and they will keep it cold for a very long time so if you are looking to cool things up this summer that is a great way to get started we will pick another winner on Monday and get somebody else another Yeti cooler courtesy of Coors Light and the X Rocks you can check out the winning picture on all of our socials now it's up on Instagram it's up on Facebook it's up on the Twitter all you have to do is take a look and you kind of get an idea of what you're looking at if you want to enter the contest but we really want to give these things away yeah and I would say that you know this weekend is is a great opportunity as uh, people are going to be celebrating 4th of July, some fireworks displays, maybe, uh, you know, barbecue styles, all those things, man. Yeah, you know, barbecue styles. You're probably going to be taking pictures and doing all that stuff anyways. Might as well just, uh, you know, throw in a hashtag X chills on it. Yeah, make us proud. So uh, get to the gram and take the picture and post the hashtag X chills and make sure you're all good to go for the Eddie Cooler. You can check out xrock.com for more details if you want it. Here's traffic. And we're going to get into some important stuff as well as Pop Culture Smackdown in a few. But first, let's take a look at your ride into work, courtesy of the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center. It's brought to you by Maverick Adventures First Stop, CB. It's sluggish on eastbound 94 in Nampa between the north side and Franklin. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Big J, can I give you some advice according to Lafayette College? Please. Apparently, in your relationship, it is important that you don't constantly critique your significant other. Oh, yeah. Be nice. They found, especially in people over the age of 38 that took part in the survey, they reported that if they got higher levels of criticism in their partnerships, it would significantly lower their life expectancy. That's not good. That's bad. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, It's got a mortality rate. That's right. Uh, according to the survey, those that were criticized by their partners in their lives had uh, five years less of a shelf life than those who did not report as much criticism. I mean, just the word criticism in here, I mean, it sounds bad. You know, like, that doesn't seem like a fun marriage. (laughs) Uh, In fact, those who were subjected to a lot of criticism were almost twice as likely to die within the next five years compared to those who were criticized the least. And it didn't matter. Man, woman, as long as you were over 38... No matter who was doing the criticizing, you were going to die. You understand? Jesus. Study author Professor uh, Bookwalla says frequent criticism can put damaging stress on the body and says, to quote, to put it simply, stop yelling and arguing with your partner. It can negatively impact their health no matter how and how long they'll live. No matter if you think you're joking around or not, it doesn't matter. If there's constant criticism or constant uh, disagreement in a relationship, it's bad for it. Period. Dot the end. How say you, Big J? I don't know. I mean, I don't really have that issue, so. You feel alive? Yeah. Good. Alive. As long as you're not talking about a smoker, there's no criticism involved in there? There isn't even really criticism there. It's just sadness. (laughs) Four Major League Baseball players said on Monday that they will not play in the shortened season. First baseman Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross of the reigning World Series champion Washington Nationals will sit out the season because of their own safety and that of their family. Zimmerman specifically said that his mom has multiple sclerosis and is at high risk, and so he doesn't want to do that. Plus, he has three young children, including a newborn. Diamondbacks pitcher Mike Leake said also he won't be playing, and Colorado's Rocky outfielder Ian Desmond said he's not going to be playing either because he's got four young kids and a pregnant wife. And so he's opting out, and they expect more to happen as well. So, again, your favorite player may not be playing in this uh, baseball season, much like in the basketball season. You never really know. It's not going to be a baseball season, right? No, it's happening. Yeah. You think it's going to happen? Yeah, well, it, it's done. The schedule's set. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, you know, you got to get there first. Well, no, again, my belief is that that these things will start up, okay? I believe that basketball will start up. I believe that baseball will start up. Maybe even hockey will start up. But I also believe that during the course of these shortened seasons, somebody that's in this particular bubble will test positive for the, the coronavirus, and that will blow the whole thing up. And it will, they'll have to shut it down because everybody's already in quarantine. I mean, something is, it's just, you can't, you can't contain it like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I just feel like there's too, there's too much entitlement. There's too much uh, responsibility. There's too much restrictions on it. And these guys, no matter who they are, are not used to being in any kind of restrictions. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no. And so when you're saying you can't leave a hotel for three months, somebody's going to say, bleep you, I'm going to do what I want. And it's not going to turn out well. I just don't have a lot of faith in, in our society to be able to follow instructions for that amount of time. And I feel like somebody is going to bring it into whatever bubble they're in, 
be it uh, you know some or or a false positive or a false negative test or something, and that's going to shut it all down. It's just that they're forcing the shot because we all want entertainment, and I get it. But right now, I just don't feel like it's going to work out. I could be wrong. I want to be wrong. I hope it all works out. I just feel like it won't. William Duvall is a very talented singer and guitarist for Alice in Chains. Agree or disagree, Big Jay? Agreed. And he was talking a little bit in an interview with Craig Magazine about how he first felt when he joined the band back in 2006, taking over the lead singer duties after Lane Staley passed away. Of course, uh, it had been four years since Lane had passed away before he even started messing around with Alice in Chains. And William said, quote, between the pressure that I put on myself anyway and the pressures that the four of us had as a band and individuals, there was a lot of internal pressure inherent to the situation. But when he was asked about how he kept himself together during the circumstances, he said, quote, you don't really have much of a choice. He was like, listen, we're all doing this to be a part of history and there's baggage and there's expectations from people and and, and how do I navigate? And he says, you know what? You just do it. Of course, uh, William had been on this show a couple of times over and spoke to us about the time uh, taking Alice in Chains into the future was his mission as well as making sure they honored the past of the band as well. You have to do this in a way that takes into account the legacy of everything they did before and nobody wants to be a part of anything that tarnishes that and doesn't build on to that, you know, doesn't add to what's there. Least of all me. I don't want to, you know, step in and then step on anything. And Duvall also said that he certainly doesn't take things for granted when he's performing original tracks by Staley, you know, the ones that, that, that Lane put together. He's like, listen, it's incredibly powerful. All these people that are there are here to these song, hear these songs, and then they also know every word of it. And so you have to try to do your own version of things, but stay true to the original. And he goes, he's happy to be a part of it. Uh, let's not forget that, you know, uh, William is now been a part of as many, if not more albums than Lane has. With it's Alice crazy. James. Crazy. Black Gives Way to Blue, Devil Put Dinosaurs Here, and Rainier Fog, And they're working on new stuff right now, too. So album number four on the way with William. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Some pop culture smackdown coming up. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll give you an opportunity right now to win yourself a morning after care package that includes an X Rocks 25th anniversary sticker and an X Rocks face covering. So you can go out and uh, feel good about yourself out in public and represent. So that is uh, what we're doing here. You just need to beat Nick and Pub Culture Smackdown. It's been pretty easy lately. It certainly has. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you'd like to play. We will mail this prize package out to you. You don't even have to get off your duff if you want to play. All you have to do is have just a little bit, even a minute amount of Pop Culture Smackdown knowledge to possibly win the prize. So let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Good morning, how are you? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? I'm Adam. All right, Adam. Good luck. Willie Mays was a Hall of Famer in what sport? Baseball? Baseball is correct. Good guess there. Uh, Nick, uh, from which 1964 musical did Julie Andrews win the Academy Award for Best Actress? Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's right. Right. Come on, that was a gimme. Uh, What late comedian was the star of the original Jumanji? Uh, Robin Robin Williams. That is correct. Uh, Nick, James Bond is famous for martinis having a license to kill and playing this casino game. Uh, Baccarat. That is correct. Right. Surprise, you got that. Uh, Michael Phelps holds the record for most Olympic medals in which sport? Swimming. Right. That's correct. Uh, Nick, 
This late actor won an Oscar for performing the theme song to Shaft. Isaac Hayes. That's correct. Right. Uh, what was the first candy bar to combine chocolate with crisp rice? Was it Nestle Crunch, Crackle, or a Heath bar? Nestle Crunch. That's right. Right. And you're the ultimate winner today. That's it? Yeah. I, didn't, I actually didn't think you'd get the James Bond question. Right? Way to go there, Adam. Hang on you one second, me. man. We will make sure that you're good to go. That's how I like to go out before I go on vacation. Just knocking it out of the park, Pop Culture Smackdown style. Thank you for playing nice, Big J. There's your Pop Culture Smackdown. We will do a run of headlines. That'll happen next on the x Rock. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Listen to me. Headlines brought to you by TDS and the TDS Fiber text line. You can text us anytime. It's always open, man, 24-7 at 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber is your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, as well as phone. We call that the hat trick around here. Big J, your headlines are as follows. What a moron. Found it and mystery solved. Uh, What a moron. Some people have bad luck and then there's this guy. On Sunday afternoon, Carlisle, Kentucky officers arrested 32-year-old Devin Roberts for drinking and being in possession of alcohol, which violated the terms of his bond from previous arrests. You see, it turns out Roberts had been arrested on Saturday for trying to start a fight with a grocery store worker, and then he passed out in the front seat of a running vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. And then on Tuesday, Roberts called the sheriff's office to admit he had taken a waterproof case that was next to a dumpster. Officers opened it to find items labeled as property of the city. They figured that uh, the case had been taken from a city building and it contained emergency lights, hydraulic pumps, and other items that were valued at more than $5,000. So if you're keeping track, that is three arrests for three different crimes in the span of three days. Big J, he now faces multiple charges. How's he getting bailed out, I guess? Right? I Yeah, who knows? And he may have a drinking problem. You may want to look into that, guy. Guy, look into it. Found it or mystery solved, Big J? Mystery solved. Golfer Ian Poulter became an unfortunate victim of the PGA Tour's increased use of my live mics as he was caught farting on live TV during the final round of the Players' Championship. As Greg Chalmers teed off on the first hole on Sunday morning, Poulter very audibly let one rip just as he finished his swing, so I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, you know? It's one of those things where you swing, you grunt, and out it comes. Hopefully that's all that happened. The, <laughs> the broadcast captured the fart in vivid detail, and the golfers were heard a laughing immediately after. Did you get that, Poulter ass? Stay over there, Chalmers joked in response. Uh, Poulter then was asked about his actions on Twitter, and he full-on... Actually, fessed up. He said, quote, three club win this morning on the first tee. <laughs> Always be aware of the live mic. And a little smiley emoji. So he owned up to it. Hey, listen, man. Sometimes it happens, right? Yeah. I mean, sure, there are times where you can certainly, you know, fart in a not very proper setting. But sometimes it happens when you exert yourself physically. It's not like it's a, yeah, sometimes it's not your fault. <laughs> well, it almost always is your fault. You just have to own up to it and not pawn it off on somebody else, I think. (laughs) It is his fault, though, but at least he owned up to it. Wrap it up with found it. It seems you may never know where a lost shoe might end up. A man from Quebec, Canada, was recently preparing to throw out his orphaned left hockey skate seven years after losing its mate, but then he discovered the right skate hanging from a sign. 
Jeff Meldrum was 47 years old. He said last time he saw the right skate was about seven years ago when he had to leave an ice rink in a hurry after his son, then age four, fell and injured his chin. He told the CBC that he'd only worn the skates a few times and he held out hope that he'd find the missing one eventually. He says recently he was driving on the road with his now 11-year-old son when he spotted a familiar-looking skate hanging from a side post at the end of a driveway. Upon investigating, he found it was his damn missing skate. Oh, man. The owner of the house said they found the skate seven years ago and tried to find the owner in various ways before forgetting about the skate in the garage. And recently she had a garage sale and realized the skate was the only item she hadn't sold. So she ended up hanging it out on a sign. And Meldrum happened to drive by and see it. Crazy coincidence. And now the skates have been reunited. And it feels so good. Skate City, man. So I guess the uh, lesson here is never give up hope, right? Never give up hope. You could just be driving by somebody's random driveway and find the thing you've been looking for for the last seven years. And and then making your life complete. And I imagine skates up in Canada are probably a pretty big deal, right? You would think, yeah. So, everybody's happy. See, headlines ends on a good note today. There they are. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions and more fun on the way. That is Bad Wolves. That is Sober here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. And Big J, the great unknown. Yeah, uh, space. Space, my friends. The and final it, frontier. The final frontier. And uh, as just as uh, a little bit ago, uh, SpaceX, uh, they flew up a couple astronauts there to the uh, space station. Uh, NASA released uh, a finding about what space smells like, Nick. Uh, <laughs> you Of course, you can't, like, smell space, really, because... Obviously, you would die, at least according to what we're told by scientists. Uh, so uh, they usually get the smell uh, based off of the the suits and stuff that come off of the you know out of uh, from out of space, and uh, they've de- determined that it smells like a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, and raspberries and rum. Well, hang on, man. I mean, it doesn't uh, the suits go back into the space shuttle, right? Yeah. Don't they pick up some of that smell as I just, well? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's how they know what it smells like. No, what I'm saying is they pick up the smell of the space shuttle more than the outside. Oh, uh, no, I'm sure these are uh, these are NASA findings, so they're scientific. Hmm. So I'm sure that they have. Uh, if you're saying the inside of the space station smells like gunpowder, that would be dangerous. I well, I imagine so. you know uh, there's probably a little bit of a singe of that with the rocket fuel. I, I and don't the think they have fire a, and all that stuff. Yeah, I think gunpowder is probably a different uh, a different scent than some of that. So uh, that is what it smells like. Now NASA has decided that they've created a cologne. Uh, it's called UD Space. I don't know how to pronounce this word. E A E-A-U? U? Is it just U to space? I mean, it's that's got to be French, right? Wait, you've never heard of this before? No, no. Like, O to space. Like, you know, or O. Oh, okay. Like, is like that how you pronounce it? O? Well, it's, it's a lot of, it's the beginning of a lot of fragrances, Okay. You know? Yeah, like, it's O to space, then. Beautiful. Uh, how much does it cost? It costs uh, seventeen hundred bucks. That's too uh, I much money. I don't, for I don't know of a cost. Uh, that that doesn't say. Oh, uh, the campaign. They, there was a campaign that they did on Kickstarter as well. So oh. it raised thirteen thousand dollars. Twenty nine bucks if you want to get in on the early bird special. Uh, are you a cologne guy? I used to be, uh, and then I got married. Cool water, right? No, 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 no. Um, I had various high different- karate. No, 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 none of that stuff. When I was a teenager, it would be brute. 
<laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, why? Because you wanted to smell like you were 60 or what? Because uh, I was a kid, man. I didn't know they didn't have Axe then. They didn't have what? Axe. Oh, Axe body yeah, spray. Yeah, they, they didn't have that stuff when I was a kid. So that would have been coming real handy, let me tell you what. So your wife doesn't like cologne? Is that why you don't wear no, it No, she, she does. But, uh, she, you know, I mean, where am I going to wear it unless we go out together? So... So you don't go out with yeah, your wife anymore, really. so you don't you don't wear cologne. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we haven't really. It's been a while, a couple months. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. So, I, but I, I tell you what, I, I, I've mentioned a couple times uh, that I do like the smell of spent cordite. So uh, the gunpowder, I wish uh, I, I wouldn't mind that cologne. I'm sure it's not the only one on the market. So you may want to look around. You'd probably be able to find it. Yeah, I don't it. know, man. Morning after with Naked Big J. If you got 29 bucks, throw it NASA's way. You might smell like space, or at least what they tell you space smells like. We have got some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rock. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yep, and we've got your morning after care package here with an X Rock's 25th anniversary sticker and an X face covering if you can figure out bad impressions. Good old MACP. If you want to play, you got to get on the phone 208 287 1003. It's really easy. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And this prize package becomes yours. We mail it out to you, and you become pretty happy. That's the idea, anyway. To the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Good morning. How are you? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Morgan. All right, Morgan, you're up first. Good luck. Ooh, yeah. Uh, next one. Give me fuel. Give me fire. That'd be James Hetfield. There you go. Well done. Just call him Papa Het. <laughs> Hang on one second, Morgan. We'll get you that prize package. Clue three for fun. That was it. Papa Het. Just call him, call him Papa Het. Oh. Right. And why is James Hetfield in the news? Uh, he, of course, uh, you know, in uh, in the quarantine has been busy. Uh, he uh, he made some uh, some end tables <laughs> that he auctioned, <laughs> auctioned off. Right. Uh, but uh, just before all that went down, he made his first appearance uh, after, after coming out of rehab uh, at a uh, the... Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles, and he uh, he had donated a bunch of vehicles uh, to the museum, and uh, they are works of art, man. I, I don't think these have probably, maybe a couple of them have been driven a little bit, but it's pretty dang amazing. He's got a book that's going to be coming out here on July 28th called Reclaimed Rust, the Four-Wheeled Creations of James Hetfield, and uh, he took a bunch of cars and uh, dumped a whole bunch of money into them and getting them restored from, from very, from, you know, they were about done in junkyards kind of thing and they're gorgeous and they are amazing just amazing like they unbelievable like they're not even real did they, did he donate them or is he just showcasing his collection it says here that he has donated them to wow. the museum so Holy cow. yeah you're just taking well i mean there are some amazing and listen i don't know anything about cars it's like it you know all i know is looks pretty and so but they all look pretty i'll tell you that yeah uh, here, here's what he had to say about the whole thing. He uh, he said the Peterson is the pinnacle. It's the best place to have your vehicles. They weren't doing me much good sitting in my garage. I love looking at them. The best part is they're all together. I didn't want to auction them off and have them go all over the world. It's a collection. It marks my life. Jesus. So that's kind of cool. Maybe making a trip out there and checking it out in person. Yeah, Jay? this huh? weekend. No, you're not going to. Fourth of July, baby. <laughs> I don't believe you, but still a very cool thing nonetheless. And you should check out the video if you get a chance. Some of those cars are pretty damn beautiful. Yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll dig it up and post it on the Morning After Facebook page. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next, too, on the X Rock. 
That is Corn Got the Life. That's how we're wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We certainly do appreciate it. A reminder to you, if you're looking for a new or used car, GoTeamSaveMoney.com is a great website to go to for Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore there on the boulevard in Napa. It was just out there yesterday. As a matter of fact, take exit 33 right on the boulevard down the road, left-hand side, two miles is Team Mazda, and you can get it all started at their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Big J is going to watch a movie for you tonight. And he is going to review it for you tomorrow morning. That's going to happen. We also had a chance to talk a little bit about space and the new space cologne that you can get if you're so inclined. And we gave away some prizes today, too. So it's a pretty solid Tuesday, all things considered, which means you have the floor, Big J. Yeah, hey, can we back it down a little bit? I mean, we don't, Fourth of July isn't until Saturday. I already got people blowing off fireworks in my neighborhood. Oh, dude, it's been happening for the last three or four days. Come on, people! Like, you know, I mean, I understand you want to celebrate, and maybe there's some extenuating circumstances, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is, uh, it's bonkers for our, uh, our little furry friends. And uh, it's Saturday, uh, 4th of July day is, is bad enough. We don't need, like, a whole week's worth of letting off fireworks in our backyard. And I don't know if it's, it's like that where you are, but, like, you know, it gets pretty dark pretty late around these times of the year, and so, like, yeah. things aren't going off until, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, oh, no, it's going to be a long weekend, you guys. Uh, but I- enjoy it, I suppose. I I am off. Is there anything that you plan on doing tomorrow that I haven't informed the people of? Uh, no, I don't think anything other than what, you know, standard fare. <laughs> you could look forward to standard fare. Yeah, morning. I mean, it'll probably be better. You won't be here. Yeah, yeah, it should be. It should take More up the, uh, the, the talent sure. for sure. But that's about it. So you guys enjoy uh, Big J. It's always fun when he is flying solo, and he will for the next couple of days. See you next week. Uh, Big J will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rock.